Welcome everyone to the Ovei Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Chaf Vav with a new pedic of Arba Achim. We will begin on Chaf Hayamudet at the two dots towards the top of the page. Today's Daf is available. Those who would like the zechut of sponsoring today's Daf, please contact Mr. Ralph Seton. We'll be happy to set you up with the zechut of sponsoring today's Daf. Okay, the Mishnah had said that if a guy comes. There's a difference between if a guy comes and he says that I killed your husband. At that point, he's not allowed to marry the wife. Well, I should want to marry him is another story. But a guy who says that he's testifying the husband's dead, and that's due to his killing him, uh, he would not be able to. Whereas... And her, and also her guru lawyer said this stuff. And Rabbi Yudai had said it depends if it's halakiv lotinase, halaknuah. If he says we killed him, then you can marry. Now, with Mar is trying to clarify, what does this mean? Why can you say if you said I killed him, you can't marry her? But if you say we killed him, it's okay. Maishna halaktiv, maishna halaknuhu. What's the difference if you killed the guy singly by yourself, or halaknuah? You killed him in a group. Either way, you're calling yourself a rasha for killing him. I'm Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda is going to explain. This is Rabbi Yehuda, not Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda explains. Rabbi Yehuda is a Tana. Rabbi Yehuda is no more. He's not saying we killed him. He's saying I was with the killers. But I didn't kill him. And therefore, we're going to, that, that, at, at that point, we, we, that's why we said, according to Rabbi Yehuda, we said that you can marry the wife because you were just saying you were there, but you didn't do it. Didn't we learn in the Brayta? They told Rabbi Yehuda when Rabbi Yehuda said his business about when the guy, that when a person says, we killed your husband, he is allowed to marry the wife. They responded to him the following, this part, this part that's in the Brisa, only not in the Mishnah, but it's part of the dialogue between Rabbi Yudan and the Hahamim, says the following. Ma'aseh, there was a story, with a certain bandit, which was, who was being taken out to be killed by the authorities. So I guess the guy was a bandit, and it looked like he was getting killed by the authorities. Therefore, where? At the crossroads of Kapitoka. And he told the people around, Go ask, go tell the wife of Shimon ben Akoin, I killed her husband when I was going into Lud, so she could remarry. Either when I was going into Lud, or when he was going into Lud, I killed him. And therefore, And the story was, that the rabbis went over to the wife and they told her she could get remarried based on the testimony of a guy who who said we who said he killed him so that's that's what they're, they're telling Rabbi Yehuda that's not your proof the case was that he didn't say 
we killed him. He says, I was with those who killed him. It wasn't that he said, I killed him, the way you said. It was rather that he said that I was with them. And therefore, we see that Yudha is allowing only in a case where he said, we killed him. I says, well, that doesn't fit with the story. Father Steam Ketani. It says in that, in the, in the, it says in that bright that he was a, he was a, he was a bandit. He says, he was taken in for the bandits. Meaning, he wasn't really a, 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 a robber. The robbers had captured him and he was caught with them and they thought he was a robber. That's why they killed him. It was a betin of of goyim, meaning it was a Roman court. The Lord Daiki they don't care; they just kill people. And therefore, if you caught with the with the with the, if you get caught with the bandits, they don't listen to your excuses; they just kill you. So he was being killed like that, and they, test, they accepted his testimony. But he was really a good guy who never murdered anyone. He was just with the killers, and that's enough. And that's what, the case, and that's obviously the case what Abuda was talking about in the mission as well. So we're going on to the case where a guy has to stay above suspicion, and the Mishnah, the new Mishnah, the last Mishnah in the Pedic, is going to go for a new case where a fellow has to stay above all suspicion. It says the Mishnah as follows: No, it's the second to last Mishnah. <laughs> If a man is a chacham, and a woman comes to him and says that I swore not to have benefit from her husband. Now, once she swears not to have benefit from her husband, if she can't get out of that net there, she's going to need a divorce because the husband needs to be able to have relations with his wife. And uh, she'll have to get divorced. So now she's going to the rabbi to get a heter, to get rid of the neder. Now, if he can get rid of the neder, great. If he can't get rid of the neder, she'll need to get divorced. So if he, let's say he can't, right? If he cannot find a way to get out, then, or he does not find a way for her to get out of the neder, then he can't be the one to marry her. Because otherwise people will say that the reason why he wasn't able to find a way to get her out is because he wanted to marry her. Let's say you have a girl who did mi'un. Mi'un, of course, is a girl who was under bat mitzvah. Her father died, so she couldn't get married through her father, Deoraita. Instead, she's getting married to Rabbanan by her mother or brother marrying her off. And at 12 years old, she has the choice to do mi'un, where she refuses her husband, then she becomes a free lady who can marry anyone she wants. So this mi'un took place in front of a certain rabbi. Right? Then... Yisayana, he still could marry him, because he's part of a betin. Since he's part of a betin, therefore no one's going to say, well, the betin only accepted the mi'un because this one rabbi wanted to marry her. The other two rabbis wouldn't do that. And therefore, it's okay for him to marry her. It doesn't look bad. Also, let's say she did chalitza in front of them. The lady was supposed to marry the ibum, the abam. And instead of marrying him, she wants to do chalisa. So she takes the shoe, takes off the shoe, she puts it on the floor. It would not be bad for her to marry one of the rabbis on the betin because since there's three rabbis, we don't suspect all three rabbis of being in cahoots to try to get this girl for one of the rabbis. Says the Gemara, You made it sound like in the first case that the reason why it's Asur is because 
the rabbi couldn't find the heter. But had he found the heter and allowed her to go back to her husband, then he could marry her? That's what it sounds like. But it sounds over here like one guy It sounds like the guy can marry her. So, it, meaning, I'm sorry, it sounds like the guy can marry her if he could find the heter. But my eskina, well, what are we doing? We're talking about ilim If we're talking about only one rabbi, chad mimatzi matir, can one rabbi get out of the pro, get get her out of the neder? Right. Amar of chiyabar abin. Amar of Amar of Amram. Hatenat nadi mishlushah. Hatenat nadi means three people. One is not enough. So must be talking about Beitin, Michashidi. But we don't. But if it's three people, we don't suspect them. We said at the time we learned later in the Mishnah. So what's the case that we're talking about? Is the case we're talking about one guy? One guy is not empowered to get rid of a nether. so it can't be talking about one guy. If it's talking about three guys, well, three guys we already said we don't suspect. So then why don't we let him marry her, even if he couldn't find her a nether? Couldn't find a way out of the nether, we should still let her marry because there's three people, we don't suspect three people. Answers the command, no. Le'olam, really, we're dealing with Chad. We're talking about one one person, one rabbi. If a person is an expert and he's a single guy, you're allowed to do get rid of Nidanim. Yes, normally, if you're not an expert, you need three rabbis. But an expert could do one rabbi alone, and that's what we're talking about a case over here where it's one rabbi alone. We said, then you can marry her. The reason why it's okay to betin habit today, but if it was two rabbis, it would be asur. It sounds like sounds like the only reason why it's okay to marry the girl after miyun or chalitza is because you had three, but had you had two, it would be asur. Why is this different than the mission, the, mission, the brighter that says? Should be the Tanya probably. If you have witnesses who are signing on a, a, a sale of field or on the Getavisha, the rabbis are not worried. So you see that we're not worried about two people. Otherwise, you should say if the witnesses are signing on the get, don't let them marry her because maybe uh, they only signed in order to get her out. Or if they sign on the field, you can't buy the field because they only signed on the on the sale, so this way they can buy it from the sec, from the subsequent buyer. You see that we're not worried with two people. So why in our Mishnah we only let if it's a betin of three? We should even let if it was two people. Mar says no, no, no. He gufa kamashman. That itself is what's coming to teach you. It's coming to exclude the people who say that miun needs two people. Comes teaches that Mi'un needs three people. That's all it's coming to tell you that Mi'un needs three people. Says Imara, Ibailu, they ask the question, Kines Maushioti. Welcome, Ralph. Fadalu. If he married her, do we make you divorce her or not? If Kanama Kines Moti, they ask the divorce her. If one of these guys who we got suspicious. He's the one who let her out, or or he couldn't find a uh, get. Let's say a guy couldn't find 
a way out of the nether. Is, and he marries her anyway. Does he have to divorce her? Rukana says, Kenneth Mosi, he has to divorce her. He says, he does not divorce her. Tanah the Rav Zuti, but the Be'er Papa, he holds that he doesn't have to divorce her because, yes, you weren't supposed to marry her, but you don't have to divorce her. So the rabbi told, said, said the following, When you're telling me that you hold your allowed, I don't have to divorce her, is that, is that you learned from your, from your rabbis or you figured it out logically? He says, I didn't figure out either one. I didn't, I didn't get a Gemara or I didn't get a Svara. It's a Mishnah. It says, Hanit'an Mishifcha, if a guy was rumored to have slept with a Shifcha, Vinishtak Rabot, she got freed, or he had rumored that he was with a Goya, and she converted. We said that she, he's not supposed to marry her because people will think that it was true. But if he married her, animal, he doesn't have to divorce her. Alma, we see. When people have rumors, we don't take you out. Hachanami here too. When the rabbi couldn't find the the the, the for the girl to get rid of her neder against her husband, and she had to get divorced. Still too, we tell him not to get married her. But if he married her, and the people have rumors, we will not make him divorce her. Okay, we're now on the mishnah on the top of Chavav Amud. All of today's daf. Says the Mishnah, Vikulam, in all these cases, right? Let's say we had a bunch of cases here where a person is not supposed to marry a particular girl because we suspect them. In all these cases, Shayulo Umetu, if they had wives when they did it, let's say they had wives when they couldn't get the girl out of her nether, right? Or the guy who brought the get, the get was married when he brought the get, okay? Or, Umetu, and then their wives died. Then they are allowed to marry them. Why? Because no one thinks that they were they were already married. They not they weren't looking for a shidduch so badly, and therefore, even though technically you could marry two ladies, but a married guy is not actively searching his second wife, and not enough to to lie and pull a shtick like this. Also, let's say the woman married a different guy. Let's say they weren't single. Let's say they were single. Okay, the men were single. But the woman went to marry another guy. And they got either divorced or widowed. They're allowed to marry them. Because it doesn't look like anything because they went to marry someone else first. And and all the women are allowed to marry the sons or brothers. We don't say that that, that we, we're going to say, well, since the guy brought the get, or the guy testified that he was dead, or the guy or the guy didn't allow the lady to get married, that we won't let the son do it. Because if the son gets married to her, maybe the father did it for the son, or the, for the brother. We don't worry about those things. Only the guy himself, and not anyone connected to him. So, says the Gemara, it says, if they had wives and they married them, it says that if, if the man who brought the get was married, and then his wife died, then he's allowed to marry her. Why do we mention dying? Well, dying as opposed to divorcing? What if he divorced her? Then maybe he'll think the divorce is for 
Hatanya, did we learn to the bright that feeling at Garshu in the bright one? Even if he divorced, it's still allowed. Lo kasha, have the havik tata. You can marry her if you were already fighting with his wife beforehand. Had love kata, but if he wasn't fighting with his wife, we'll say that he that he wanted to he he invented a fight in order to marry the girl. Okay, he bite him. Another answer. Both them when there's no fight. Depends who started the fight, him or his wife. If his wife started the fight, then he can marry her. If he started the fight, he can't marry her. Says the Gemara. They make it sound like you can figure out who who started the fight. All of them get married. And they got divorced, then you can remarry them. Now, in the previous Mishnayot, we had a few different cases. One case where the guy is coming and testifying that the guy, the husband died, and the other case where the guy is coming and testifying that he got divorced. Now, we're saying in the subsequent Mishnah over here that if the wives got remarried and got re-divorced or widowed, then he can marry her. But we're asking now, we're assuming in the beginning that the case of divorce is connected to the case of divorce. So the, the guy came and testified that she had, that she got divorced. She was on a get. Then she got re- remarried and re-divorced. That's, you know, that's one case. And the other case is that dying and dying. So therefore, she, he testified that she husband had died. And then she got married and the husband died again. Moses, if so, Amish is against Rabbi. At what point do we say that this woman is bad luck for her husbands? Right? A woman who marries her husband and the husband dies. Then marries another husband and the husband dies. There's been two or three times where we say that no one should marry her. Right? So Rabbi says that in two times, she's a Katlanit. And here it sounds like in the Mishnah that even though this lady, the guy came and testified that she, the husband died, and then she got remarried to another guy, and the husband died, and then he can marry her. How can he marry her? No one can marry her. Right? So you see it's against Rebbe. No. Mita Gerushin, Gerushin Amita. We're talking about a girl who remarried and her, the new husband died after a divorce. And she remarried... And her husband died after the remarriage, and her husband got divorced after her death. Mm-hmm. So fl- flip it, and that's what that's the case. That's okay. Okay, says the Gemara: They're all mutar to the sons of the brothers. Maishna, why is this different? We had a brighter before that said that a guy who is suspected about a certain woman, right? He's asur to marry her mother or her daughter or her sister. Why are we asur? Because we're afraid that, says Rashi, look at Rashi a second. Asur, for, for, second word line in Rashi's. Asur bi'ima u bitavachotah. 
We're worried that maybe, let, let's say the guy is suspected on with, with, a, with a certain woman, we'll call her Gertrude, right? Mm-hmm. And later on, he, of course, he's not marrying Gertrude, but he's going to marry Gertrude's mom. Asur, why not? So basically, we're telling you here that we're worried that if you, even though you mutar to marry the, the relatives, we're worried look bad? That, that when you get together with them, with your wife, that when these ladies get together with your, with your wife, it, you might go back with them. With the old wife. With the, with the one that you suspected on. Right. Right? Because you, 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 they suspected you on the, we don't want you to have to do with the people you were suspected with. Okay. So why over here in our case do we say that this guy who's Matir the girl is allowed to let her marry a son? Why aren't we worried that maybe they'll get together with this when he goes to get together with his son, he'll be with the girl? Right. Says Women go to women. So that, that, that case was you're marrying the girl's mother. Mothers get together with daughters all the time. Here, we're talking about your son marrying this girl. Men don't together with men. And therefore, we're not worried you're going to visit your son. Mm-hmm. You'll only visit your daughter. You won't visit your son. Right? The Gemara seems to know a lot about relationships between... Uh, father and son. Yes. Another example. Woman... Who are not asur? Lo asan shchivtan ahadadi. No, sorry, shchivtan ahadadi. Woman who's don't make it asur on each other, which means lo kamtina. The Rabbi is not worried about that. Gavri da asri shchivtan ahadadi. Kapti Adadi, we are worried about. So let's see what this means. Let's see Rashi. Nashi lo asu. Shchivat znut hakrova et hakrova et ishto gemura alav. Hilkach lo kmede ishto v'shetka v'chashinan. Aval gavri da asu shchivat anadadi di isha hamizane asura lebala kapit bal v'lachik haimene. Meaning. The the husband's going to be careful to make sure that his wife doesn't go near the other person, and therefore we're not worried. But women are not as worried, right? Because let's say the guy sleeps with the mother. With if the guy sleeps with the wife, he doesn't become asur, and therefore she's not worried about it. You understand what I'm talking about? She's not worried about it, but 
She, the reason why you're making a sewer for him to go to the house of, to him to, to marry the sister. Because he might, because he might do it. You know why? Because the wife is not going to protect him from it because she doesn't care. If he does it, she, he doesn't become a sewer on her. Right. But the opposite is she becomes a sewer with him. But a husband will be mocked not to let any extreme happen because right. then he's not, then, then not going to be a sewer on the wife. Right. Got it. Okay. Hold on. Says Ihaki, if so, Aviv Nami. Why don't we let him marry his father? Or says you're right. Lomi by Kamar, Lomi by Aviv, not only the father, the disease. The son's scared of him, of course. And he's not going to, for sure, do it. You, you really can marry the father. We're telling you, even the son. For sure the father, the son's, who, the son's not going to sleep with, it, with his father's right. wife. But even the son, even the son, who the father's not as embarrassed of him, still, we're not worried. Right. That's what it comes to. But really, we're, we're, we're actually allowing both. Hadan Allah Ketzel Eshed we we'll finish. We'll come back to Ketel Shakiv soon. Is that the Shem Bekarov? Says the next Mishnah. Alba Achin and New Perik. This is quite a complicated Perik, but is that the Shem which all go smooth? Alba Achim, if you have four brothers, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda. Shnai Mehem Nosim Shleichot. Reuven and Shimon are married to Rachel and Leah, two sisters. You with us? Umetu and Reuven and Shimon die. Shimon and Levi, Levi and Yehuda, have to do chalitza, but not ibum. Why not? The Gemara will explain either because of zika or because of another reason. We'll see in the Gemara. Okay. What if they went and they mar- they married them anyway? What if Levi and Yehuda didn't listen to the rules and they had Bia with both Rachel, Rachel and Leah? You'll see what they have to divorce them. Rabbi Lezin says, He agrees that you have to get her out, but that's only according to Betelah, but Bet Shemayim disagreeing, according to Rabbi Lezin's version. You if, let's say, Leah was Asur on Levi, Erva, meaning Leah happened to be Levi's daughter, so Levi had been married previously and yeah. gave birth to Leah, and Leah had married Reuven. Now that Reuven and Shimon die, oh, so now. Asurba, Levi's Asur to marry, of course, Leah, his daughter. But he's allowed to marry Rachel. You with me? But they were sisters. They are sisters. From the, from the mother. From the mother, not from the father's. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Vashini, and the second one, Asurba to him. But Ruvain. Is a sur on both Rachel and Leah. So again, Reuven, no, not Reuven, sorry, wrong guy, wrong guy, Reuven's dead. Uh, Yehuda 
is as I saw in Rachel Leia. Okay, so let's review the case. Okay, you have Reuven and Shimon, Levi and Yehuda. Reuven and Shimon are married to Rachel and Leah. Reuven and Shimon both die. Leah and Rachel fall in front of Levi and Yehuda. Levi happens to be related somehow, one of the ways, to Leah. Okay, therefore, Leah is an Erev, being that she's an Erva to Levi, so therefore, Levi, she's, she's not really falling in front of Levi. So in front of Levi is only falling one lady. Right. Who's that one lady? Rachel. Rachel. And therefore, he's allowed to do Yibum on Rachel. However, his brother, Yehuda, is not related to either one. And therefore, he... He can marry nobody. He could do Chalitza on both only. Right. Yeah? That is case one. Haita, okay. Isur mitzvah, isur kedusha, cholets loim emot. Let's say Levi is related to. No, is related to Leah, but not in an Arab way. A different way. Either isur kedusha or isur mitzvah. Okay? Isur kedusha means uh, he's a Kohen Gadol and she's a Dubado. Okay? Well, that's not a good one. Uh, he's a Kohen and she she already got Chalitza before. Okay? Or she's already a, a divorcee from before. Okay. Okay? That's not a good one because then she should also be. Because then the other one should also be. Oh, let's clarify this. Doesn't say the case, but maybe a mom said it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what case we'll be working. So much five, so good to show. But either way, in that case, then you, you do chalitza. You could do, you only do chalitza because since since Ralph, the case since the connection between Leah and Levi is only the uh, Rabbanan, or it's not something that, that, that precludes, that if you, that something that if you married, it works. Therefore, okay. therefore, Le- Leah is falling in front of you for the Yibum. Leah is falling in front of Levi for Yibum. So since he has both Leah, Leah and Rachel, he can marry neither of them. Right. Good? Mm-hmm. Next case. Let's say Leah was an erva to Levi and Rachel was an erva to Yehuda. It comes out that Yehuda can marry Leah and Levi can marry Rachel. Okay. Because since each one has one of them an erva, they could crisscross and marry the other one. Isn't that a simple erva? You're saying it's obvious from the first, from the first, from the case before this. Yeah. Yes. The Gemara will talk about that. Very good. Zakhwarim. Sharbu, and that's why we said, Achota, the sister. 
the sister, when she's a Yevama, she can either do Chalitza or Yibum. Because if, if it's a sister, you can do Chalitza or Yibum. Good. Okay, the Gemara will explain what the, what's the point of this piece. Says the Gemara, Shema Amina, we see from here, Yesh Zika, that the chains exist. These, these, these uh, mythical chains exist. And that's why Achot Zekukato is Asur. In this case, Levi and Yehuda are prohibited from marrying both Rachel and Leah because since they're chained to both, and one of the other people chained to you is a sister. So th- therefore, since th- there's a connection between two sisters, that makes you Batur. You see that Zika exists. D and Zika, there's no Zika. Mechdi Latsi. Hani Mitre Bati Katan. Rachel and Leah are coming from Reuben and Shimon's house, two different houses. Let one, let Levi marry Leah, let's say. And let Yehuda marry Rachel. No. Leah Olamim Malach and Zika. Really, I can answer you that maybe not necessarily the Mishnah proof that there's such a thing as Zika. And maybe the reason why it's Asur. Because we're worried about knocking off the mitzvah yibum. Why? Dilma Why? Because let's say we let Levi marry one of them. For example, Leah. Okay. Meet mm-hmm. Adach. What happens if what, after Levi does that, Yehuda dies? And we're causing that Rachel will now not be able to yibum ever. Because since her sister is married to Levi, right? And being that her sister is married to Levi, so that she's an erva, she's a chot erva, and it'll be, it'll be asur. And now he won't need to do chalitza or yibum. And that's a problem. And therefore, in order to avoid that case... She's a regular person, I know. Yes, she'll be fine. But we, but but she but she won't get chalitza yibum. Right. Here's a lady who once need, who originally needed chalitza yibum, and now she got zero of the mitzvot. Right. Since we're worried about that, we make both of them do chalitza. This way, they both get got a mitzvah, as opposed to letting one, one do yibum and the other one gets nothing. Because if you do chalitza on one, you can always do chalitza on the other. But if you do yibum on one, you can't do yibum on the other. Right. And since your brother might die, we're worried. That's the second way to get out of explaining the Mishnah. Okay. So says the Gemara. Yachit tlatanamin. Says my if so, if so, also three. Why do you have to have a case of four brothers, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda? Just make it three. Let Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. Reuben and Shimon die. Both fall in front of Levi, and we won't let Levi marry Either Leah one. because we're afraid that we're we're know. afraid that when you do that, you when you do that, you can never marry. The other one. Once right. you marry one, you can't marry the other one. You have two chalitza out of both. But says, "Lo mi ba'i kamiyon, lo mi ba'i klata devadai b'atam mitzvot yibum." Av miyamim, aval dal lemita lo chashin and kavash lano. If we would have said a case of three, you'd have thunk that the reason why it's a problem is because it's for sure going to happen. Right. When, when it's four, when it's four, yeah, you, you might say, "Well, don't worry about death." Right? We're not worried that maybe. Uh, Yehuda's going to die. If we said three, we said, oh, the reason why you're worried is because it's automatic. When Levi marries one, the other one pops off. But when it's four, and someone has to die in order for it to go away, we're not worried. That's what I tell you, four, so we tell you we're even worried about four. 
Mar says, oh yeah, so chemsha. Why one by five? Why don't we give a case of Ruben, Shimon, Levi, Huda Yisachar? Right? Okay. So Nami also no. The meat is the trailer. We're worried about one guy dying, but we're not worried about two guys dying. So therefore, you're right. Well, only four. The mission is telling you what four as a case to teach you. Four is what we're worried. Five, no. Three, of course. Right. Okay. Ah, now you gotta pay attention. Now, okay, Ralph, put your thinking cap on, screw it on, and let's get some new stuff on. Says the Gemara. Amarav Barav Huna, Amarav Rabba Huna says name of Rav. Shalosh Achayot. Let's say you have a case of three sisters. Rachel, Leah, and Bilha. Three sisters. Shinaflu Lifneshnachim Yabmim. Who fall to Yibum in front of two brothers. Three sisters in front of two brothers. Yes, so you have a case of Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, and Yisachar. Reuven, Shimon, and Levi are married to Rachel, Leah, and Bilah. Okay? And Reuven, Shimon, and Levi all die. And now the three girls, Rachel, Levi, and Bilah, are falling in front of Yehuda and Yisachar. Are you with me? Yep. Gorgeous. Says the Mishnah. Says the Gemara. Yehuda does chalitza to one of them. We'll say he does it to Rachel. And Yisachar does chalitza to Leah. And Bilha, she needs a double chalitza. Why is this so? Why should she need a double chalitza? Wow. Okay. Is, is any of them asur to either to either brother? Nope. We're teaching you a new law here. Wow. Are you ready for this? Double chalitza. Says, oh, why is that? Amalei Rabba. Midekaamret, this that you said, emtsait. That the middle one. Tzricha chalitza mishneem needs chalitza from both of them. The fact that you told me that Bilha needs a double chalitza, kasavrat, that means you hold yesh zika. V'havalei chalitza pesula. And therefore, this is called a chalitza pesula. Now, what is chalitza pesula? Have you ever heard of the term chalitza pesula? No. You have not. Well, this is the first time it came up in, in your memoir. Let's take a look, if you don't mind, at Rashi. See the big, bigger Rashi. Mm-hmm. Says, Rashi. This day you said you need chalitza from both of them. means That zika of yibum makes bilha falling on both of them. And the chalitza that's there, al chalitza pesulahi, has to be a chalitza pesulah. What does that mean? Komar meaning girua. It's a weak chalitza. Why is it called a weak chalitza when he does chalitza? Sheim ratzal liabem any achol, because any chalitza that you're not able to do yibum is called a weak chalitza. Okay. The achol chalutzatohi, 
because this girl is the sister of a girl he did chalitzatu, and therefore he wouldn't be able, able to marry her. Hilkach lav me'alyatahi, it's not a strong one. V'tzvich al-Aksorah kulan, lo'mavkin zika ditravayu b'chalitzat echada, mishum da'alima zika v'ramya atravayu. Since the zika is strong, and it's on both of them, both Yehuda uh, and Yisachar, and therefore, and, and it can't go away with a weak chalitza, and each one is weak because they already did chalitza to the sister, and therefore the, this girl Vilha is achot chalutzato Yehuda because it's the, she's the sister of his chalutza girl, which was uh, Leah Rachel. And the other one goes to the other one, right. and both of them are the so. And therefore, you'd have to have a double chalitza for Bila. So both the brothers have to do chalitza in order to get her out of it. Correct. Wow. Yes, this is new. Bum. Okay. Amalei Raba. So Raba says, This that you said that only Bila needs chalitza from both of them. Kasavet yeshdika. It means you hold yeshdika. And the chalitza is chalitza b'sula. Chalitza b'sula tzich l'chazor al-kolachim. And the chalitza b'sula has to go to all the brothers. Right? Yachi, if so, kamaita nami. Also the first two. Why don't we say that also Rachel and Leah need to have double chalitzas? Right. Since neither one could get married because they were chot because they were achot zikukato. Right? Mm-hmm. Says Rashi, Kamaita, Shtayim Rishonot Nami, Libaru Chalitza Mishnehem, De Chalitzatan Nami, Loma Alitahi, De Ibai Liyami, Loma Alitahi, Hoyel Vyeshdika. Since you hold Yeshdika, you can't marry any of them, because that's achot zikukato. So why don't we require double, double? All three of them. Oh, very good. Says the Gemara. No. Enafal Babatechat, had they died together, let's say they all three died in a car accident. Then you would say, all then three you would say, Achenami, they would all three need double chalitzot. Lo, Tzricha, Denafal Bezuach Azu. They had fallen one at a time. Nafalachada, first Rachel felt Yibum, Chalatzu, and who would get chalitza? Simple. And he could have married her, but he did chalitza. Therefore, he also needed one. Nafal idach. Then Leah fell. Chalatz Shimon. Shimon gave her the chalitza. Nafal idach. Then finally, Bila fell. Chalatz lahai. And one gave chalitza. Mafka zikato. He gave rid of his chalatz lahai. This guy gave chalitza. Mafka zikato. Got rid of his zikah. Good, clear. Very good. Says the Rav and zikah. Oh yeah. How could this be saying such a thing? I thought Rav said in general, and Zika. So how could Rav be coming with his whole Zika explanation if he's yeah. on the ain Zika side? Says the Gemara, oh, that's cool. The Divrei Haomer Yesh Zika Kama. You're right. Rav himself holds ain Zika, but he's explaining this Gemara according to the Rabbi who says Yesh Zika. That's all, Rav. Welcome to the world of Shmuel. Says the Gemara. Guess what? You could have just Yehuda, and he could do three chalitzas. He only got two feet, but he used one foot. No, I'm joking. He used the same foot. But 
same foot and take off the three, the three lady, three sisters take off a shoe and they all become mutar. Nechti says, well, let's clarify this. I've heard Shmuel say that you need a good, good chalitza. That you, meaning that you hold that such a thing as chalitza pesula, and you need a good one. How do I know? The Amar Shmuel had previously said, right? Chalatz leachayot. Okay, we're talking about a case over here where there were three brothers, okay, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Two of them are married to two sisters. Reuven and Shimon are married to Rachel and Leah, and they're also married to Lily and, um, and Iris, okay? Each one married to another, another two ladies. Each one married to another lady, okay? So Reuven is married to Rachel and Lily, and Shimon is married to Leah and Iris, okay? And then there's another lady. Now, Reuben and Shimon die without kids. So now the two sisters, which are Rachel and Leah, and the two other ladies, Leah, uh, Iris and Lily, are falling in front of Levi. He's got four ladies falling in front of one man, okay? What's the If you did Chalitza to the sisters, Lo Niftirut it doesn't portray the other ones. If you do Chalitza to Rachel and Leah, it doesn't portray the other two. Oh, Why not? The other two are not regulars. Why not? Because he holds that since you did Chalitza to, let's say, Rachel and Leah, but those were weak Chalitzas because you couldn't have married them. So the weak chalitza doesn't patur the strong chalitza that, that's needed for Lily and Iris. Okay? So you see that he holds this idea. But when, <clears throat> she falls, the chalitza of Shimon, chalitza kishira, the strong chalitza. The chalitza of Ruben, chalitza pesula. So is Ruben given a weak one? So now we're going. I'm sorry. Now we're going back to our case. So we have a case with the three sisters, right? Mm-hmm. R- R- Rachel, Leah, and Billa, right? So now we're asking. So now, when the chalitza of Shimon is a chalitza kishira, can Reuben give her a chalitza pesula? Oh, because we're asking, how how could we say before? Shmuel said that one guy could do chalitza for all of them. How would we let him? Because if he does chalitza to the first one, let's say to Rachel, then now when he meets up with Leah, Leah, if he gives Leah chalitza, it's a weak chalitza. 
because he gave it ready to Rachel. Right, and therefore, since it's a weak chalitza, how could it be that we would let this brother Yehuda do a weak chalitza? We should call Yisachar to do a chalitza. Right. Why are we letting Yehuda be the one to do it? It's so only the weak. question is, the third one is going to be both weak. If we see that Shmuel is strict to get a strong chalitza, so why is he allowing Ruvain to do all the chalitzas? Right. Oh. So Mar says, no. What does this mean that one is cholets to everyone? It's only talking about the middle one. You're right. Really, Ruvain does, in our case, Ruvain does one. Rachel. And the first one does one, the second one does the second one, and the third one, only one could do it, right? And therefore, anyway, it's going to be Chalitza Pesula, right? And therefore, it doesn't make a difference. But it's a Hakulan, how can you say? It's talking about Kulan. Came with the Ruba Gabe, Kulan. Since he did. He did most of them, it's called both of them. He bite him another answer. Kikama Shmuel Khalitza Ma'alya Ma'inan Hani Mili the Mifta Tata, that's to let the other one off. Our Mifta and Afshapatura. To let the other one off, you need a strong Khalitza. But Shmuel holds that you don't need a strong Khalitza to let you off, and therefore it's fine. Okay, we'll stop over here by the word Gufa. Baruch Adonai Leolam, Amen, Amen.